Hello again. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Mate Guys, coming at you from a couple of weeks in the past. Um, we have some Ooh. very special announcements today. Um, Clark finally got a tripod for his microphone. Yeah, I got a setup that works. It's, yeah, so hopefully it's... hopefully the audio is better this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do apologize. I'm, I'm confident it will, but... So, so, so don't hate me if if it comes through bad or bad and i don't want to hear your negative feedback thank you <laughs> i could still screw it up <laughs> you never know yeah gotta watch out for that steven fella yeah all I right know what he has up his <laughs> well uh we have several items of follow-up today so let's just jump right into it um we have a zachary s who uh wrote in um talking about how much he loves the show how he wishes he could send us money saying that you know it, if we charged a hundred ups a hundred dollars per episode it would be worth every penny <laughs> okay he didn't say any of that um <laughs> but he did send a video um i don't know if you had a chance to check it out clark i did um but apparently about seven ten years ago uh, there actually was a project in uruguay to kind of conserve i guess it was it's like a conservation project i don't know i mean i watched it but i don't remember all of it um <laughs> but basically mm. they, they were like trying to you know because i mean you know the the mate plant grows naturally natively all throughout that whole area right so basically they're trying to conserve land to basically kind of rebuild up that forest that natural forest area where mate grows um and you know it would be interesting i tried to look up more information i couldn't find anything other than kind of that video and a few sort of other little articles so it doesn't seem like they had success to where you know they were like able to commercially produce but it is interesting to know at least that there are you know groups out there who are if only for the the scientific curiosity or kind of the conservation aspect of it they are trying to have mate growing in in uruguay so yeah. i thought that was really interesting yeah yeah and i think that yeah i i would hope that one day they could they were able to succeed at that because yeah right now it's Start, just stop mooching off brazil yeah geez no, save some for brazil <laughs> we don't have enough here <laughs> yeah just kidding brazil's like 56 times the size of uruguay yeah it makes sense got um yeah. enough because I, I, I mean erva match grows in three this three southern states mm -hmm. here in here in brazil so i mean that's about almost triple the size of uruguay i think yep so, sure I mean, sounds right so it's, it's a lot of a lot of mate growing land so plenty to plenty to go around but it would yep. it would be cool to see them you know be able to have their own production and you know see yeah that, just how from that would a, go just, right it, yeah it, it still would be super awesome to try like 100 percent mm -hmm. industria uruguaya mm -hmm. sherba so. yeah yeah for sure even if it was just for curiosity's sake yeah but yeah um, um but so awesome. thank you zach zachary yep. um thank for sending in that video that was a really awesome find and then moving on, uh, we have a wonderful friend from Lithuania 
whose name I'm going to totally butcher. I think it's Andreus. Andreus. Um, he says he's been drinking mate for about a year and a half. Um, he says, again, he, he loves the show. He also mentioned that he has kind of a small e-shop for, uh, for mate in Lithuania. So he's actually kind of selling it. And he also mentioned that he has the same problem with Ruvicha, Ruvisha, um packaging. So... <laughs> It seems the, to the, be the, a the seams, the seams, yeah, busting, yeah, yeah. The plastic bag seems not making it through import. Um, so okay. yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, if uh, any of you Ruvisha folks are listening, uh, fix your packaging. <laughs> Great <Yes>. product. <laughs> Great box. Um, terrible. Bad. Bad bag bad bag <laughs> <laughs> and then so he ha- he has a, a question he asked if we had any thoughts about guayusa because apparently it is a uh, kind of a growing trend in eastern europe mm-hmm. um uh, you know he he mentioned it's it's related to elex paragoriensis similar but a little bit different effects um and uh he s- says yeah you know have we have we tried it what are our thoughts um, and I've not tried it, and I don't really have many thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had. They sell like a a glass bottle, if I'm not mistaken. That it's guayusa with some other flavor, like kind of a healthy energy drink kind of situation. Is it Runa? To... Yes. Yes. And I've I've even had the tea bags and <clears throat> I don't really have a strong opinion on it because I didn't really I don't know didn't feel any special effects or superpowers or <laughs> special flavors. Um, right. uh, I don't know. I don't I don't really have much curiosity outside of it to to go into it, even though it is related to. Elex Paraguariensis, it's it's not it's not much. So yeah. there's not not a not a really big appeal there for me, mm, to be yeah. honest. So Yeah, it's sort of it's sort it's the big three, right? There's there's three different kinds of uh caffeinated holly plants. Um mm-hmm. and you know, in within the kind of yerba mate groups, the online circles, once in a while, you know, someone always brings it up. You know, there's there's Paraguariensis, which is Sherba mate, there's Bomitoria, which is Yelpon, which is mm, native yeah, to North America. In, yeah, Texas mostly. Yeah. And then um and then that one. <laughs> uh Guayusa. Guayusa Elex Guayusa. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't think I've ever actually tried Yalpon or uh, Guayusa. I, I I would totally be willing to try it. I haven't even tried I've seen Runa in uh like stores. I've seen the bottles, um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, I personally would rather just buy a bag loose leaf and basically just make it like mate and see how it is. Um, yeah, but there doesn't really seem to be loose leaf um, available, or is yeah. there? No, I think Runa does sell it. I looked on Amazon just now, um, mm-hmm. just because that's the often the easiest way. Um, 
And yeah, Runa sells a one-pound bag of Guayusa, just loose leaf. Um, and then a company called Waikana also sells a one-pound bag. Um, they're about the same price. Waikana is 15 The Runa is 20 um, I would... Apparently, allegedly, Runa is even... Or the Runa. The, apparently, Guayun, Guayusa is actually higher in caffeine than mate so that's interesting oh that's that's at least what runa is is claiming um now they have a very low number of caffeine for mate they have it having less caffeine than coffee which i've always heard the opposite so uh, yeah i i don't know how Hmm. much especially with the way that there's so much variation in mate i don't know if it's really possible to kind of have like an average number of like how much caffeine per and just with the nature of how you prepare it everyone uses a a different quantity of leaves exactly it varies so much it's hard to put a number on it right but i mean they so they claim that in a two gram serving of guayusa that you will get 45 milligrams of caffeine so that's an interesting seems like a lot yeah, because, so then they say 36 milligrams green tea, 27 milligrams coffee, 18 milligrams yerba mate. Now, I don't know if that's two grams of mate, two grams of coffee, and two grams of green tea, because they don't have any numbers. Um, mm-hmm. So take those numbers with a grain of salt, but the company Runa is claiming, at least, that Guayusa has more caffeine. Um, so, yeah, and, and it looks... It, it looks like their their cut is kind of you know what you would think a you know i don't know where runa is based i'm assuming they're probably north american runa guayusa company googling it here on the fly yep 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 Mm, looks like they're hiring (laughs) sweet yeah um contact us yeah sorry this is all wonderful great podcasting huh (laughs) 10 out of 10 um but anyway yeah so it obviously with guayusa not having kind of the not tradition maybe or just the, the 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 precedent the history of being kind of consumed widely I have no idea how they're producing it. You know, just looking at the picture, uh, based in Brooklyn, by the way. Um, and then they have offices in hmm. Ecuador, which is probably where they're sourcing their Guayusa from, which makes sense okay. because okay. Guayusa is yeah. from, is actually native to the Amazon rainforest, unlike, you know, Mate, oh, which is it's the, native to south of there. To, so, to the yeah, Atlantic you, rainforest. Right. So you've got Yaupon up on top, Guayusa in the middle, and then mate down on bottom in terms of the globe um anyway so going back to what i was saying looking at just the pictures that they have um on their amazon listing um they have a little you know a picture of a little dish of what of holding what i assume their loose leaf looks like and it it doesn't look it's it's kind of a dark olive green um i can Mm -hmm. probably send you this but yeah i think i've Um, uh it's like a dark olive green it's got no stems, right? It also looks like it has no no powder. 
So, you know, I don't know. Again, maybe guayusa is totally different than mate and you don't want the guayusa powder. Maybe you don't want the guayusa stems. Maybe the guayusa stems taste like doo-doo or something. Um, <laughs> can't say. I have, I have very, very little knowledge about guayusa. But if I take my knowledge of sherba, paraguariensis, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like I would probably enjoy Guayusa nearly as much just because of reasons and things. But yeah, definitely uh, willing to give it a try. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd, be, I'd be down to, you know, pack a gourd of that and, you know, see how it'd go. See if I get a, if I yeah. feel that, um, uh, feel fully alive as they, as they say in this little... <laughs> right yeah (laughs) but i mean it's uh it's similar claims as to what a lot of kind of these new age you know companies that are trying to sell mate uses a lot of the same buzzwords you know naturally occurring caffeine which is is kind of funny right because i mean almost like caffeine is I'm assuming, I don't know if, 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 I'm assuming we can probably synthesize it chemically, but caffeine has always been natural, right? Like, I mean, coffee, caffeine, then there's natural. Um, tea, tea, caffeine is natural. Mate, the caffeine is natural. Um, I think even the, the, the cola nuts, right? Where like mm. cola, cola yeah, soft drink, coca. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the caffeine from, from cola drinks originally came from cola nuts, um so yeah i mean true yeah so i mean in terms of kind of redundant there like yeah i mean really occurring you know i i get it though i mean all those all those you know you got you got to push the the n-word natural (laughs) yeah yeah get your get your audience to yeah um but yeah sustained energy focus no crash no jitters you know all the all the buzzwords yeah yeah all the buzzwords yes yeah. you know ultimately yeah. what what helps sell their their products so yep so you know yeah, maybe if uh if a if someone from runa is listening wants to wants to send me a package of uh some loose leaf yeah i would definitely try it um i don't know i have a if someone out there has already bought the one pound bag and wants to send me like a small ziploc baggie little dime bag of guayusa for a sample pop pop gets a sample um yeah totally willing to try it out but yeah that's a that's us talking for an hour and a half about how we have no opinions on it (laughs) well uh, at the end at the end of the day we have no opinions about it so yep (laughs) all right um so now uh, so now we have kind of an interesting sort of a, a two-part feedback from uh, our good friend out there in uh, the, the Hungary land, I believe is where he's from, right? Good old David H. Yep. David Hungary, let's call David, him. David David Hungary. I think yeah, he'd so, like that. Uh, so Clark, uh, he reached out to you specifically with a little bit of a mm-hmm. follow-up yeah. re- regarding some Ruby Shaw that we talked about, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, he was just like, "Hey, I was listening to your your newest podcast. A little follow up for you. Um, I'm drinking the the 
Bruvisha Chia in Hungary. And then he, he mentioned, and then package I opened, there was Chia seeds, but a really small amount. And then he sends me a picture, and sure enough, there's, I mean... Like six. <laughs> yeah, like six, but um, definitely goes against what we experienced in that episode where we 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 didn't see a single seed. Right, but at I all. Mean, to be fair, to be fair, I mean, literally, there was like, in his picture of maybe like a tablespoon or two of sherba, I mean, there's like literally eight seeds so it's possible it's, if i went and, and got out my package and dumped them out on a piece of paper and kind of went, went with the credit it. card and yeah i could probably yeah. find some maybe but definitely not enough to create that yeah. chia effect or, or flavor or anything or you know. benefit or anything it's really benefit. just yeah we're gonna stick a name on here so but but that does make me feel better that uh it does at least technically sort of contain chia seeds um but I, I'll definitely look again in my in my in my Ruby Sha to to confirm. I think mm. I still have probably three hundred grams of that left, so I should have enough to be able to find something in there. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, I have so some too here, so I'll oh, I'll yeah. do the same. Do some sifting. We can uh, we can where's Waldo it later, and then <laughs> uh, get he a also microscope. yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> But it it is interesting to note that, you know, we were kind of talking about maybe they ground up the chia seeds into a powder, but no, these are like whole chia seeds yeah, they're, inside they're full there. full-on seeds. Yep. Tiny, tiny little seeds, and there's like eight of them in the whole box. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, and then he also sent us an email asking about two things, um, asking about the, the kind of something i have a little honestly a little bit of a pet peeve about but i mean it, it, nothing to do with him just people ask about this all the time on like the forums and stuff um so he asked a little bit about the unsmoked sherba right sin umo um specifically how it's produced um how can a sherba actually be sin umo um without smoke um and I think it's interesting to note, so so normal, quote-unquote, normal sherba production, as far as, you know, Uruguay, Paraguay, Argentina, Shimahong, it all kind of starts the same, right? They pick yes. the leaves off of the trees, they take the, the leaves and branches, and they flash dry it in a big, either a kiln, smaller operations do it by hand, but basically, leaves touch fire, <laughs> Right or heat yeah, in some way. Yeah, to blend, really, to really blend hot. the leaves. Uh -huh. Yeah, take the moisture out. Yeah, and and in in Brazil, from there, they take those freshly, you know, kiln dried. You could think leaves. They grind them up real fine, and bam, that's it. They're they're done. Right. Obviously. Yeah, they go through a couple places, more co conveyor belts, whatever. Yeah. Then that's done. So, yeah. yeah, but and then obviously Argentina, they take those leaves, and. I assume they then they, they chop them up and then age them, right? I feel like I should know I, this. I, I feel. I, I think so. I, I, th <laughs> I think you're right. Where they like they do chop it up to where it's like ready to go, but then they they store it. Yeah, and then they age it, right? They do the aging. They, thing. they, they age it, whether it's fast or slow. Right. The eight the the um, accelerated aging process. Right. Either now, way. so so that is how 
you know, let's call it 95% of the sherba coming out of South America is first step prepared, right? It uses either a, and, and, and most often it uses a wood fire oven basically to get the heat, right? Mm, yep. So, and that is where even when quote unquote, not smoky flavored sherba is technically quote unquote smoked because it has come into contact with a fire with a wood burning fire right now that, there yep. is from there there's barbacoa right which is the quote which unquote is, smoked mm-hmm. sherba right where it's actually it sitting and it's smoked it's sitting in it. yeah mm-hmm. like you would smoke some salmon uh side of ribs right and that's when you taste that flavor, right? So a lot of times when people, so that, I, the only reason I bring all this up is because when you when you call it unsmoked, different people will understand different things, right? To some people, yeah. Cruz de Malta could be an unsmoked sherba because it doesn't taste like, say, Rosamonte, which Rosamonte is a barbacoa style sherba. So it has been touching lots of smoke, right? Cruz de yep. Malta touched very little smoke okay then you get the quote-unquote true non-smoked which is where especially companies that are targeting north america europe as you know their, their, their primary market that's they will advertise unsmoked on there um and usually they use natural gas basically they do the exact same process of flash heating the leaves, but they just use a natural gas furnace instead of wood. And that's basically it. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, now, there are also, you know, for example, metamate makes raw. That's just freeze-dried, right? So that's also technically unsmoked. But it's a very different beast than, it's say, you know, tough. something like uh, like an eco tease, which also you know claims to be unsmoked. Right. So. <laughs> it's a lot of things so, that come into yeah. play, and just, right, each thing's a little different, and companies yeah. have their different processes. So it's so that comes to say. So what's um. So David had a question about. Oh, so so he was saying how can his question was just how can a sherba be unsmoked, and then he Mm. asked, is there really truly unsmoked sherba on the market? Okay, that's and the answer is yes, absolutely. Um, (laughs) Yeah, a hundred a hundred percent would like like zero chance of any smoke is would be metamate raw because it's in the name, it's raw. It's literally it was not exposed to heat; it was freeze dried, right? Right. So right, exactly. the only exposure to smoke it's going to have is going to be from the truck or plane bringing it <laughs> to your local distribution center, right? Right. Um, <laughs> now, the other the other brands, you know, like Ecotees, I think Kraus. Yeah, I mean, for all intents and for all intents and purposes, yeah, they're they're unsmoked. Um, they still yeah, use they... heat, right? Mm-hmm. I. I I don't know exactly, you know, maybe maybe one little tiny leaf got a little too hot 
from the natural gas flame and, and burnt just a little tiny bit and produced a little tiny wisp of smoke. You know what I mean? So like, mm. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I could not guarantee you that those brands are nigh are a hundred percent without smoke. Like I could for like something like Metamate Raw, where it's just like a totally different product. But you know, if what you're concerned about is like the alleged the alleged big quotation mark sign mm-hmm. um cancer risk of consuming quote unquote smoked sherba yeah i think i think eco teas and all that stuff is going to be just fine for you um yeah. if you don't like the taste of even something like a cruz de malta tarawi which is not you know a barbacoa Sherba, but does still come in contact with some fire. Yeah, then that that sort of smoky flavor, I guess, could could also could lead you toward those less delicious. I mean, less smoky sherbas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and then, so his second question, his second like category of questions, right? Um, is what is the difference between a suave and a normal sherba? Um, and I think there's two answers. I think there's mm-hmm. the quote-unquote natural way to do it, and then there's the kind of cheating way to do it. Uh, the natural way to do it is they basically will pick leaves from plants that naturally produce less caffeine, right? Um, right. During certain times of the year, certain ages of plants, they they just naturally produce less caffeine. Yep. Right. And that's they're Um, less less bit. I'm sorry. Less uh, less bitter and creating that suaviness. Yeah. (laughs) So, that's an interesting way to do it. Um, However, there is. Um, but da, 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 da. I'm trying to find it right now, but I swear there used to was a an union blend that basically blended sherba with something else, and I cannot for the life of me find it. Wait, what do you mean? It blended sherba with oh here it is okay so so it's the suave union relax bajo contenido de mateína of course mateína is just cafeína um but so they so their their spiel is basically it's ilex dumosa which is another oh one of those another variant Uh uh-huh yeah their cousin so it it's a variety of you know holly with allegedly has very low or no caffeine um and then that's is mixed with um sherba normal sherba mate um i don't know the ratio i don't i don't even ever know i don't think i've ever tried it or i don't think i've ever actually seen it in the u.s um i've seen the 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 bcp uh, the bajo contenido de polvo, which is the yeah. le- less dust version. I've seen that, and then I've seen the normal. Um, I have never seen, to my recollection, 
the Suave Union Relax. So maybe on that packaging, it says, you know, what what the ratio is there. Um, but I don't know. But yeah, so so that's sort of the, the way it's done, right? Um, basically, they take, at the end of the day, what, you know, <laughs> what would traditionally be considered lower quality leaves, right? Because they have less caffeine, typically mate, is you know is is supposed to be an energizing beverage so um yeah they take those leaves from i think it's younger plants that produce less caffeine although i probably am clark do you know you've been to more mate plantations than i have (laughs) um yeah i'm trying to think here um it's i think it's less caffeine and also less nutrient like you know, vitamins and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like the, the exposure to the sun, like if it's, if it's shaded or if it's covered, you know, it's just directly exposed to the sun has a lot to do with the, the amount yeah. that it grows. And I don't, I, I don't remember which is which. And if it's, yeah, if it's out in the sun, if it gets more or less. Um, right. But, but, Anyway. Yeah, especially well, yeah. So suffice it to say, there are kind, there are there at a certain time with a certain growing location, and a, at a certain time of the year, the the leaves have less caffeine in them, and so they do that, right? They they pick those less traditionally desirable leaves and then market that as the suave. Um, quick real time follow up. Uh, I found one website who carries it but is out of stock. Who claims that the relax is a ratio of 70-30? 70% Dumosa, 30% Paraguayensis. So really? it's mostly Ilex Dumosa and probably just enough mate, sherba in there to probably help out with the taste. I'm guessing that Dumosa probably doesn't taste very good. Or else it would just be... Or just maybe not have much flavor at all. Yeah. Hmm. But either way, yeah. So this this website they're claiming they're claiming at least it's seventy thirty in favor of Dumosa. Wow. So yeah, it really is. It's just it's Dumosa with a with a little sprinkling of mate on top. So that's interesting. That huh. is also that is a yeah, that is a very suave because it's it's so suave it almost, almost technically have... wouldn't count as true mate, but right. Yeah. <laughs> so huh. yeah, I want to and, try and, that and one. the interesting thing is right. Um, on the packaging, they actually do not call it. They, I think, legally they cannot call it yerba mate. Um, really? Because it just says Suave Union, right? That's the brand, Suave mm. Suave Union, and then under that it says bajo contenido de mateína, so low quantity of mateína, and then on top in like very you know where all like the official kind of stamping you know where they have to like put a legal description of what it is it says alimento a base de ilex dumosa con sherba mate so like food oh. product based with a base of ilex dumosa and yerba mate right it's sort of like how like when you buy the uh, like the one dollar chocolate milk how it says like chocolate flavored dairy <laughs> beverage right it, they can't legally call it milk so it's sort of the same deal here. Yeah, <laughs> they can't legally call it mate. They can't call it sherba mate. So they have to call it product that contains sherba mate. 
because it's oh, wow. it's a majority <laughs> Dumosa. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's mostly not mate. Huh? Yeah, it just mate's less desirable cousin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All I right. Wanna, I'm I'm curious. I want to try that now. Yeah, I want to try it too. Probably hate it, but I want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's um, give it a try. Yeah. So that's uh, that's basically what we got from David David H. So thank you again, David H. Um, and now uh, that we're like thirty minutes into the episode, we can finally talk about what we're going to talk about on this episode. Yeah. Um, Which so. is uh, is Ervamachi. Kuchivada. Yes. I'm sure a few of you out there have heard it, have heard this name in 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 recent times, last few weeks. Here and there. Here and there. Por ahí. <laughs> um Is there is there a specific um variety of the Kuchivada that we're drinking? Yeah. So today it is the Muida Grossa. Um Is that what I have? All right, cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so a, a little a little backstory. Um Clark, who as you may know, loyal listeners will know that he is down old South America way, not Portugal, mm-hmm. Job. Um he sent me uh some some agranel cuchivada, right? Which is, you know, like the buying it in bulk. So, I got my cuchivada in a plastic bag. So that's why I, and just in marker, I don't even think in marker written Kulchivada. It's literally just a, an unmarked plastic bag. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how I got it. I'm so like, so that's right. why I kind of don't know a whole lot about what I'm drinking. Um, so this is going to be a Clark episode. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So fun little backstory on this. Like I, I picked it up at the Mercado Público, um, you know, just loose leaf. Wanting to try it, and then I, uh, I got into contact with the one of the guys that runs the company or works with the sales, um, and we met up and we had a little chat, and uh, he was gracious enough to give me a, to gift me a few kilos of of their product, um, and so he gave me. They have a Muida Grossa, um, an Achiva, right? The thick cut. Um, there's an Achiva, Muida Fina, and then they have two blends that they gave me, which okay. were uh, Limon Gingibre, so lime and um, ginger. And what was the other one? Mint. Mint. Which is kind of funny yeah. because in in a previous uh, episode we had talked about how we were like, <laughs> oh, I don't think there's a, there's any Shima Home blends that uh, that are just match and mint, but the Kulchivada is literally <laughs> the, just match and mint, it, right? It's yep, and uh, yeah, and we'll we'll get into that on in a future episode. It's, yeah, so it'll we, be interesting. So I thought it was kind of fortuitous. We sort of Beetlejuiced it into existence, right? <laughs> we pointed I, yeah, out we that did. it wasn't there. We we said its name three times, and bam, it appeared. And then, oh. and then, yep, literally. <laughs> not <laughs> pretty even miraculous. Mad. Not even mad. Not even mad. Um, yeah. So I mean, uh, the package I got, um, well, that was gifted. Isn't isn't uh, vacuum sealed? Um, 
but you know, it's a nice foil packaging. Um, interesting. It says new. It says new cultivada nova. So oh. I wonder if there's an old. I wonder if they like renewed it. Or I'm wondering um, if the uh, if the Moida Grossa is the new. Is could maybe. But yeah, well, looking, on there, the, looking at the package, yeah, the new is above the cultivada, and I'll put a I'll put a, a picture of the packaging um, on the uh, on the show notes there. Yeah. So that is kind of interesting. Um, it's Probably could have uh, if only there yeah. was a guy you could have asked about that. Shoot. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well. L- luckily, we'll I'll, I'll have more to go into this uh, with cultivada. I'll be able to um, check out their 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 factory and and see the whole process. Yeah. So that will be that that will be a future episode. Oh, for sure. Kind of giving you guys the the scoop on that and spoilers. I'm in contact with him. Give yeah. And that'll be the first on the list. Give anything. It's like, hey, yep. is this uh is this a new Coke situation here? Is this uh is there classic what you guys here? That's is there classic? Is there is there is there old cultivated? <laughs> you got it. You gotta gotta help me out here, man, because yeah. we're we're a little lost. Um, I find it interesting that uh, where this comes from is good old Ilopolis, hey. which is where which is the home of um, a handful of other uh, well-known ervas. Yep, it's right up there in in Mate Land. Um, some of those other good packaging. Some of those other mm-hmm. ervas that come from there being, for if our some of our view, listeners don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, um, so Shimangu. Uh huh. I'm I'm lucky enough to be able to just map it real quick. Like um, there's one other that I'm. Okay. Yeah, so we have a, we have a few up there, which which is which is pretty awesome. So we got Kuchivada, um, Shimangu, um, Lago Verde, which is is being sold in the U.S. as a Shimangu, uh, via, <laughs> <laughs> as a Shimangu, <laughs> and we got Buena Ervamach, um, and then Safra. Um, Franzon, which I've never heard of. Um, but Shimangu and, and, and Lago Verde. Shimangu and Lago Verde are, are the, the big ones that, that are are being sold in the U.S. Yeah, so, so that's kind of interesting. Fair, fairly well known. So yeah, especially when we get yeah, to so. uh, when we get to kind of the taste profile, uh, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to kind of point that out. Um, but yeah, so cultivada. Uh, comes from the Ervatera Marsangu. So that's interesting. Yes. I don't know who yep. Mr. Marsango that's, is. But. So so like for example the the person I have I'm in contact with, that's that's his last name. So it's oh, so it's a family business. Um it's family business. Yeah, yeah. So and it says it's been since nineteen sixties, so looks like it's been in the family for a little while. Super rad. Um huh? I said super what? rad. Oh, <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Sorry, <laughs> I agree. I, I just think we I gotta wish leave. I was. Uh... What's that? Uh, I wish I was born into into one of those oh, families. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> Although I don't know. Like, don't you don't you think Maybe that it's, it's a little more no, special it's... that you had to like not work for yeah. it, but that like you came from the outside into it. Like, if you had been born into it, then you know you probably wouldn't appreciate it as much. It's just like it's just yeah. It's just it's like just, oh, this is yeah. life. Yeah. Exactly. But for this is like super like oh wow this is you know getting to know all the different companies and the processes and the families involved and it's just like just all so foreign and new to the typical um foreigner or american or whatever you are you know even someone from brazil that isn't from from this state is it's it's a fairly um not well known thing you know yeah it's a very it's a very niche tradition yeah yeah and even people here in the state don't really like most people don't really know the the fine details of, of yeah. it all so it's just a normal thing to them all... there's no reason for them to get into the weeds about it yeah it's like it's like me trying to find out like you know the the, the factory and origins of coca-cola i'm like i don't I don't care. I'm just I'm just here to drink it. Yeah. Tastes good. <laughs> just, just just toss it down my gullet. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um so uh yeah, should we check out the 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 cut, the Yeah. So color. it is a it is a nice kind of not super dark green. I would say it's a little bit of a lighter green. Um, like let's say if fresh butter is sort of like that deep deep dark green um, and then mm-hmm. like fresh shimangu is really sort of like a almost like a really kind of yellow green like I would say this is kind mm-hmm. of in the middle like a pretty neutral green yeah kind of like a like a light forest green I don't know yeah it's but I mean it's it's, it's shimahong so it's bright <laughs> it's, green you know what I mean <laughs> compared to you know yeah, Canada, yeah, it's, it's, it's neon green right but exactly and this is the, yeah. the quote unquote thick cut however if you've ever tried the majority of thick cut shimahong you will know that most of them are not very quote unquote thick cut at all um, most of them are yeah, just yeah it's like they say thick cut and yeah. like Oh. What they really mean is it's normal shimahong, but then here and there you'll find a solid piece of leaf. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, which which is um, like looking looking through this, you you find some little bits and pieces of of leaf. Yeah. Um. Got pretty regular. Uh palito like cut it's just kind of in chunks and splinters yep kind of irregular Not a super neat cut pretty typical of just kind mm-hmm. of you know normal shimaho in terms of the yeah the stick yeah. and stuff like that and yeah it's i mean it's a it's a good powdery you yeah, know if you if you buy something that says you know medium cut thick cut muy de grossa on it and you're thinking oh this is going to be like you know like canarias something like that no no it, mm, it's like, it's shimaho no, it's no. still shimaho it's still very powdery just here and there you'll find a little fleck a little speck of leaf and that that is it makes it that makes it the, the thicker cut <laughs> <laughs> the one little leaf chunk exactly that makes all the difference <laughs> yeah it's kind of kind of funny 
and and, and yeah anyway i'll i'll share that a okay bit later, yeah but. um so i guess we can from there go on to just the taste of it yeah so i'm i'm interested to hear what what you have to say for it okay for it about it with it um i've been i've been drinking it for oh man probably since august not not every day but you know just yeah because i'm assuming i'm assuming when you went to the you went to the mercado publico to to pick up a bunch for me but i'm assuming you probably picked some up for yourself as well then right yeah i picked some up for me as well and then the mercado publico closed and then open and closed and so i'm like well uh i'll just i'll just hold on to this as long as i can until we're able to record and then i just you know i'm just lucky enough to in contact with the the guy who you know one of the guys who works for yeah. the company so you know don't have to worry about running out of running out of this area anytime yeah, you're, soon you're good for a minute neither yeah neither do you if you know if you're so inclined <laughs> well thank you <laughs> i i have a lot of shimahong right now that i need to work through <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um so yeah. i guess we can get on to the taste so like like clark kind of said in the beginning you know this is a this is sort of a newcomer into the united states um it's something that you can buy in the united states so there has been some discussion about it um and so you know i've been listening to people talk about it reading some people's thoughts and you know trying not to make too much of a sort of you know like a like an impression i wanted to kind of have my own thoughts about it you know if someone says wow this is really smoky like for example when we talked about titraihu people kept talking about how smoky it was so when i went in i was expecting something really smoky and you know that kind of skewed my judgment about it so you know i tried to remain completely objective for my own opinion about this and i gotta admit when i first drank it i was kind of let down because I had been hearing all these things again. Like I really tried my best to remain objective, but you know, <laughs> once something's in your brain, yeah, it's yeah. it's hard. Um, it's... But then, as I, uh, the other thing is, I drank it for the first time. I did drink it in a brand new uncured kuya, because Clark had sent me a kuya from from Hugurenji do Sul that I'd kind of picked out. So I was, you know, really, really antsy to try out my new gourd um which you know probably wasn't the best idea trying out a new to me erva in a new to me gourd probably should have tried it in a more cured gourd and i am drinking it right now in a in a in a kuya that i have used for several years you know so i can get the nice mature erva flavor and not drinking the bitter gourd flavor um but even 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 I tried it a couple of days after that first time I drank it in a, in a in another one of my cured gourds, and I still there was just something about it that was kind of bugging me where I was like this I don't like this. And hmm. but as okay. as I kept drinking drinking it, it kind of started warming up to me more and more. And now I kind of see what people are saying. A lot of people talk about how Kulchivada is really malty, how it's like a very dark flavored erva would you agree with that it's not a it's not like a super bright shimaho it's not a bright shimaho um and i've actually been that's something that it, that keeps coming back to me like it's 
I wouldn't say it's malty like a Del Sebador, mm-hmm. but it does have a nice maltiness yeah. to it. And that's something that, that keeps calling me back and, you know, making another gourd right. and making another yeah, gourd like, of it. So, for example, like, you know, Badon, we talked about has that really, like, like has a vegetalness, right? Has a really kind of savory mm-hmm. darkness, really nice there. Something like a Madrugada yeah. is really, like, bright, really floral, really light. And this, it was that kind of not vegetal, not like Badon, and right. I and I couldn't I couldn't mm. place where I tasted it, but all I knew is that taste was making uh-huh. me not happy. At least on like first reaction, until I figured out what it was, what mm. it reminds me of. It's because yeah. it tastes it like is. freaking shimangu. It has it ha- oh. shimangu has that same. But well, well, uh, <laughs> let me explain. So shimangu. <laughs> And okay. which is why I said it was interesting that Kuchivada and, and Shimango were pretty close to each other geographically, because both of the ervas, I think, have that sort of similar dark malt kind of flavor. Not whereas something like Del Salvador, you know, Uruguayan stuff, they have a maltiness and kind of a toastiness, right? Is what it's yeah. it's more it's yeah. more something more creamy, something more you know, from the aging, right? And and all that stuff. However, Shimangu mm-hmm. and Kuchivada have a sort of darkness that, like, doesn't have that super creaminess because it's not aged. So it just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it has that darkness that's just kind of unmistakable. However, I would say that Kuchivada is Shimangu done right. So, <laughs> if if Shimango had done it right, this is the, yeah. the this is what the end so result it, would have been. So so yeah. I I don't personally love Shimango traditional, um, even when even when mm-hmm. I you know didn't have a ton of access to Shimahong when Shimahong was not that accessible online and I was pretty much having to rely on what I could get at the Brazilian store, which was back then you know five six seven years ago was pretty much always just shimangu. Even then, I would always try to get the special reserve, the one that comes in the brighter green package. I never even back then, mm-hmm. even back then when I was, you know, more desperate <laughs> to get shimahong, I knew I didn't love <laughs> the the traditional shimangu. Even when it was fresh, even when it wasn't, you know, super close to expiration, even when it was had, had a good expiration date, there was just something about that darkness that I didn't love. The the Hazerva Especial mm. had something else to it had some other component to it that made it better shared a very similar um you know that same kind of darkness but the uh Hazerva Special had some sort of like uh it's like more refined right I think I think the cut itself is a little more refined and then obviously because it's the special reserve um, they're, you know, presumably using higher quality leaves, yada, yada, yada. However, I feel like the Kuchivada, obviously this is not a special reserve or a premium Kuchivada. This is just their normal Moida Grossa thick cut. It has even more that kind of refineness, whereas I feel like Shimangu, even the Shimangu special reserve that 
dark maltiness comes across more as just tasting kind of muddy tastes like dirt um whereas this it's it it really does taste more like a sort of like you know you have those like sort of like i mean I, i hesitate to use this because it does it'll it'll come up with a different flavor profile but like you know it, when you have like barbecue and it's got that burnt part to it and how that burnt part adds bitterness adds something really kind of dark and on its own wouldn't be very good mm-hmm. however together but together with it, it, it it's it. really nice right now i hesitate to bring that that up mm-hmm. because you know this is not a smoky erva so so don't think don't it's think of s- that darkness in terms of you know burnt meat which you know other ervas and sherbas can have but there's just something about this mm-hmm. that's like really dark and instead of muddy it's just it kind of has this like brooding complexity yeah, to it i don't know it's hard to explain but it reminded yeah, me I a agree. lot it's of Kimongo and that kind of scared yeah. me because i was like mm-hmm. that taste uh, that taste i know that taste where do i know that taste <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to get some shimangu just to just to remind we, myself. We need of to what do shimangu like, on the show. We've never actually reviewed shimangu on the show. Oh, I am. I don't think. I oh, don't think awkward. we have. I think we've just like put it off because it's like. Ugh. Yeah. Well, also, don't also, really kind like of it, but... right about the time when we started recording the show was right about the time when other shimahong started becoming more available. Like we started being able to get butong. Um, oh that's true that was yeah, that was the so first we time kind of there was like one wave of being able to get butong through what was then project mate bar um and then it butong went away for a while and now butong's back in the u.s through like more normal distribution so i think at the time we weren't super eager to talk about shimangu just because it was kind of the old the old thing that we were trying to yeah we, we were just using mm-hmm. to make it do and there are all these other new things that were you know, right. that we could talk about. But so. I would totally be down to pick yeah. up a kilo of yeah. either the normal or the special reserve or both and do it, do it justice. Yeah, I'll have to go to the... I'm sure I have both here, but I'll I'll, I'll check out the store and see what we right. got here. Yeah. Hopefully I can get, you know, a 500-gram bag and stuff. <laughs> a 100-gram <laughs> trial, right? One of those, one of those yes, free trials that you can get. <laughs> Just a little... <laughs> Oh man, maybe I should message them and just see if they would send me. Just, Do it. Cause I mean, they're just they're just a couple hours away, so I'm. How to do something yeah. like that? Because I've I'm already starting to make my own little stock here, and <laughs> I'm like, and oh, I'm sure no. that's really easy to do. It's, being down in Porto Alegre, it's it's if very I can do it, if do. I can do it in, in in Utah, I'm sure you can do it in Porto Alegre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, and for the at the price point too, it's just so ridiculous. Like, I could, I could get five kilos of erva for less than twenty bucks. It's just absurd. Yeah, you are definitely yeah. enjoying that that uh that currency conversion. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, love it. Love living on the dollar. Right. Yeah, while I read articles about how <laughs> the price of rice is soaring in Brazil. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Anyway, it goes yeah. from. From one hail yeah, to two. Which I mean, you know, for if you're living on if you're living on a Brazilian it's, salary, it's, that's mm-hmm. it's really different. But if you're yeah, if you're living on dollar, yeah, it'd have to get a lot worse for you to really it's, notice it, which is is true. something, which is a nice blessing yeah. for you, right? <laughs> it's a ble- it's a blessing. Yeah. I I 
cannot cannot <laughs> complain about that aspect. But <laughs> not yeah, one so, bit. <laughs> but anyway, so that's kind of what my, I mean, I'm sure I could get more detailed into it, but the big thing I thought over and i have not been drinking it as long as you have you've been drinking it for months i've been drinking it for like a week and a half um but to me it was just like it was it had that darkness had that malt it freaked the crap out of me because it really does on first taste taste a lot very similar to shimangu but like i said whereas shimangu kind of comes across as sort of dusty tasting muddy tasting this tastes clean refined and delicious so what do you think yeah yeah i think it's absolute garbage oops <laughs> well i hate it oh <laughs> you just lost your uh, your friend connection there <laughs> he's like well I'm oh dang it just cut you off <laughs> <laughs> no like um I don't know. I feel like there's other ervas where it's like, maybe I get, not, I don't, I don't get sick of them necessarily. But like enjoado, like, just like, oh yeah, you get sick. I gotta yeah. change it up. Yeah, I get kind of, kind of sick of it after drinking it two, three days in a row. And this is, it surprised me because you know, I, I really didn't get that much, and I've really had to cut back on what I've been drinking lately, um, as far as cultivada, but. I find this one that I could, it could be a daily drinker for me. It's It's got that nice, I mean, the things that Steven picked up on I, I are the things that I enjoy as well. The the, the slight darkness and the, the maltiness. Um, it's just a, a nice, pleasing flavor. Um, it just, it, it there's something like when I would drink it and it would just like how it just like slides down my throat and it just it's it's hard to put into words but it's it, it really just it's a pleasing much to 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 drink and and it's it's one that I like I guess uh, what would be the right words like to savor yeah. I could drink it and I'm savoring the flavor mm-hmm. you know and that's maybe not always what what I would be doing with with a typical yeah. erva. Um, but, you know, I take a take a small sip and I'm just, you know, enjoying the flavor. And it's and I I tried not to get hyped up from all the posts that, you know, we were we were both seeing. Um, and and I, I, I think I was successful in, in not in just being able to completely put those aside and just enjoy my own experience with it. I think also because I don't remember how Shimungu tastes, and yeah. so that I think that helped. Yeah, <laughs> not not completely ruin the first impression for me. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's it's really good, and I'm I'm excited to try the other products in the line and for us to review those. Um, but yeah, it's just that savory maltiness. Just yeah, I think. I, I, I think I definitely get what you mean by like by like it's something that you want to like drink slowly whereas not not like you know not like other Shimaho is like oh I just want to get this over with but like I think this one has sort of like a like a creaminess that um, that's something even like you know like Metamate has 
Mm-hmm. Where like yeah. it kind of yeah. it kind of feels thick on your tongue, right? It's almost like like you're drinking something like nice and warm, yeah, and thick, almost, and it's just something that's yeah, like soothing. certain level of viscosity yeah. there. Yeah, and I think I think yeah, like a yeah. nice hot soup. Yeah, yeah, you know, a nice nice chicken noodle or, through the bomba. Yeah, mm, yeah, those noodles, mm. chicken noodle shimano. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I thought of a better. I thought of a better. Um, a better like metaphor instead of like the burntness i think i think mm-hmm. it's more yeah. like a it's more like a really really dark chocolate like like not not oh not like, yeah like an 80 yeah 90%. not like a, a hershey special dark but like a like a proper oh, like dark chocolate no. where it's like it's darn near baking chocolate you know like that it has that it has yeah. that dark bitter creaminess I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't call this a, even a sweet mate. I think it is. It is. It is a kind of just neutral sweetness. You know, <coughs> bitter, of the good kind of bitter mate, but it has that nice, creamy, dark chocolate element, and I think that's why it's good. Whereas mm. shimangu, where instead of a dark chocolate element, I think theirs is more like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something, <laughs> something bitter and gross. I don't know. It just, it, again, it, it just, it's, it's a similar idea for Shimangu, but I think Cultivada has it more successful. I think they're both, yeah. they both have yeah. kind of a dark chocolate thing. Whereas I feel like Cultivada is like an, an 80% dark chocolate. And I think Shimangu, it's like, it's like someone broke off a chunk of baking chocolate and shoved it down your throat. Where it's like, oh yeah, this is dark and this is kind of got a creaminess. Which, like I said, like shimangu, it's been a long time since I've had shimangu traditional. Just because I, like I said, I never really liked it. But even the special reserve, special reserve is it's pretty good. Like it's it's not bad. You mm-hmm. can drink it. Da para tomar, right? <laughs> but da but para like tomar. The, the dark, the <laughs> darkness right. to it, it definitely, it's it's more, it's it's a little more overpowering maybe because it's not like bitter in the way that like you know oh someone who's never had mate goes for canarias the first time something like that you know what i mean but it's just like nothing like that it's just like this unpleasant kind of muddiness sitting in the bottom of your palate whereas cultivada has a very similar flavor but it kind of sits more on the top of your tongue it's more warm it's creamy it's nice it's inviting and i like it Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah and i uh uh i'd have to admit i like it too but do you like Pretty like good. it it's it's <laughs> i don't i don't know if i'm ready to to you're not you ready know, to commit to one ever. i don't know if i'm at that level <laughs> with it yet i'm not ready to commit <laughs> um i'm gonna have to you know take some time and we'll see <laughs> it's it's actually really funny because um, the guy I talked to, uh, and maybe next episode I can, you know, I'll, I'll get his permission to maybe say his name. I don't know. Um, really good guy, really nice. And he was like, "What? What's the erva that you usually drink? Like, what do you usually drink?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, <laughs> living here, it's it, I am kind of trying all these different ervas because." Usually I would try these other, usually I drink these other brands, but there's so many others at my disposal at this moment that there's no way I can fix myself to one brand. Like it's, 
it's impossible. And and most people mm-hmm. here yep. do, you know, the residents, they have their, their go-to brand. They grab their one or two kilos of madrugada or barão or whatever. Um, it's hard to hard to commit to one brand what, what was his response to that but i haven't oh no like i was just like talking about all the all of that and then he was just like i don't know i think you just went okay. to the next <laughs> point in the conversation i think he was like kind of blown away he's just like he's like i think it's so crazy that an american is so interested and and enjoys this culture so much of you know drinking shimao and like getting to know the process right. and i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know it's to me it's it's something i really enjoy so i i want to learn more yeah, about for it sure it's it's kind of crazy you know it's like it's has been his culture his entire life so it's it's just he knows it like the back of his yeah. hand for me it's just it's so all it's all so new Definitely. But yeah, it's um it's a consistent I mean and this is I've been I'm about to go through two liters of of hot water through this Kuya and and the flavor is 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 holding up remarkably well. Um I don't I'm sure you've noticed the yeah. the same thing. I yeah, this is just a side note. I always think it's funny that people say like Oh, like Shimahong flavors don't last very long. Like that's why they have such big gourds in Brazil, because without it, you know, you know, your the, the Shimahong doesn't last for longer than like half a liter. And I'm like, that's so not true. <laughs> like I don't know if the, these people don't know how to drink Shimahong properly, or they're just like their their tongues I... are so used to how. Like, you know, Uruguay. Because I would say, honestly, I would say the flavor from Argentine Sherba goes way faster than Shimahong does. Oh, yeah. yeah I would say, far. like, or even Terere. <clears throat> like, even if you drink it in a big... Even, like, Paraguayan Terere. Yeah. Terere. Like, even drinking it in a big gourd. Yeah, yeah. Like, even drinking it in a big gourd, you know, something from Argentina, like, this flavor will usually go away at about the same rate as yeah. in a small gourd. It's just more shattered. Right. Um, I think it has to do with like the lack of knowing how to drink it or how to prepare it. And maybe after half a liter, like it's clogged and they're just like, or they just keep on knocking down the wall and then it's like, oh, that's it. Or or maybe even the opposite, right? Where they're like not knocking down the wall. So like they still have that big dry pocket there where like, mm. so they're, they've basically drank that, then, well, that whole. Because if, if you've ever, if you've ever, you know, drank mm-hmm. Shimahong and then went to throw it away, you'll notice that like if you've only put like a liter or two of water through a normal average size Kuya, you've only wet like maybe 60% of the Erba. And like. Oh yeah, yeah, there's still so much that that goes untouched if you don't yeah keep knocking down, knocking the, wall down the wall or you know, keep, switching keep, sides keep or something. It. Yeah, like I think I think that's the problem is that people yeah. don't realize because Shimahong is so finely ground, it's sort of counterintuitive because you would think oh it's so fine therefore the the flavor should come out 
all at once, right? But no, actually, it's kind of the opposite where it almost becomes like cement packing so tight that it like doesn't let water pass a certain point unless you like clear it out. Yeah, yeah, you have to like work it to yeah. to make the the flavor yeah, keep, and, and, keep and coming out. Your guine sherba has so. that to an extent as well, um, but I think like I mean I cannot tell you the last time I finished actually finished a kuya of shimaho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the last time. Ah. Uh, like the last time I can actually remember was drinking metamate at at home. Well, before yeah. I came to Brazil, so like back in June. Because I mean, for that it was like partially like okay, it's a little bit, you know, a more pricey art, and it's more, you know, it's one that it's it's right. my favorite. So <laughs> go through three or four liters and then it's gone. But sometimes you just like just drink it all day and just pounding it, and then that was the only way to get get through the entire kuya. So wasn't without yeah effort. Yeah, but it's, it's usually kind of hard on a typical day to go through and you know to actually go through all right. day of in the kuya. And I I mean most most Brazilians I think don't really care, just because it's so cheap. Relative yeah, it's just it's it's just a commod. It's yeah, it's like a normal commodity, and they can get it. You know, they go and get it once a week or once every couple weeks yeah. or whatever. You know. Whereas, there. <laughs> depending on uh, if I if I've got some some special brand that I'm really liking, I will actually like take and try to scoop out the dry erva at the end of the day to to, to use in the next court. <laughs> Just so that I'm not throwing away perfectly yeah. good, you know, dry erva. Perfectly good but Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I've been guilty of that a few times. Then I'm like, man, I must, I must look like a cheapskate doing this. But gotta, you know, being not being in a mate drinking country, you gotta, gotta do what you can to, to preserve right. your stock. Well, and especially because, like, I mean, Shimahong, while it has been, you know, pretty available in the U.S. for a while, it still hasn't been established like Argentine mate has, where, like, if Tarawi is your brand, you can get Tarawi anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you do not have to worry about not being able to find Tarawi. Whereas, like, for me, my mm-hmm. brand was Barong. And Barong was available for a while, and then it wasn't. It's available again right now. I don't know if that's permanent. Maybe in six months, I'm not going to be able to find it anymore. You know what I mean? So, like, you kind of have to take what you can get yeah, it's, and it's... enjoy it while you can and make it last. <laughs> exactly. Like, even, like, Madrugada. Sometimes, like, if I wanted to buy Madrugada Tradicional, the, the pink one, I don't think any of the stores around mm-hmm. me have it right now. So, yeah. Really? Yep. Huh. What, uh, uh, what so do they have? Pequenita in Orem, Utah, right now <laughs> has Shimangu and a little bit of Madrugada Hekinch. But they only have Shimangu traditional. Oh, okay. And that's the, that's the little the red, red 500 gram one. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The other kind of big Shimahong store is the same store, but in Salt Lake, La Pequenita in Salt Lake. They had, last time I was there, they had Barong traditional. They'd already sold out of all their Nachiba. 
um, they had shimangu, traditional. They had no reserva especial. Um, they had madrugada na chiva and madrugada hekinch, but they didn't have madrugada traditional. So, I mean, you know, so they had nachiva, like, hmm. you know, same, same, but different. But, but, but like, yeah, yeah so it's yeah. like, unless, unless, interesting. like, your brand is Shimangu traditional, it can be hard to, like, reliably get it every single time. It, you're you're going to have to be checking. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah, because usually, like, Madrugada, like, traditional was the one that they right always had and sometimes too mm-hmm. much of yeah so that's kind of how i feel with with shimaho is just like even even online retailers you know like they they get it they get yeah, it they you, have a good relationship yeah, but really then all know. of a sudden you know something happens with the distribution and they can't get it anymore whereas i just i feel like that just doesn't happen yeah. with the big the big argentine the big uruguayan brands yeah i feel like there's there's like really solid relationship between the the company and the and the import or there's multiple companies company. importing it yeah and distributing it and or there's multiple mm-hmm, so there's never really going to yeah, be like a, if you, a lack if, if canadius is your thing and you of, only want to drink canadius you will you can always get you canadius, can always you normal will, at least yeah <laughs> let's not talk about the other one yeah not not the, <laughs> The other Canadius yeah. that you cannot get. <laughs> if you, yeah, Canadius Yellow. <laughs> you can get it. Canadius Yellow always. Yeah. Boys <laughs> there. Uh, yep. Well, anything else you want to say about Cuchivada? I mean, you're kind of the uh, the, the the source of info. Yeah. Um, oh. Um, well, I'm, I'm 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 just trying to think of like okay, what? How much should I shave? <laughs> shave? How much should I shave for next? Shave. <laughs> should yeah, I shave no, my whole beard? Leave a, leave a soul patch. Um, and a uh, yeah. <laughs> this right here. Then maybe a little yeah, bit a little of like sideburns. Do you think? Yeah, I've had mutton chops before. <laughs> wasn't pretty. Ugh. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how much I should, how much information I should save for. Yeah, for next save it for episode, this. Well, this episode's already running pretty long anyway. Ma- ma- yeah, yeah. So I'll have you know maybe. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure. So it out. if you want, but if you want to hear more about Kuchibata, more to come on, on you gotta you gotta stay tuned because it'll be in a in a future episode. Stay tuned. Yeah. Future episode, yep. and it will be good. But For yeah, sure. so uh, Cuchivada, it's uh, it's good. Um, it is available on the internet. You can get it on eBay. eBay.com has it, and uh, Amazon.com has it, as well as uh, other websites. <laughs> other mate, mate, uh, <laughs> some sort of a round beverage mate website. <laughs> They uh they carry it. <laughs> They're the ones selling it on the US. Uh so whether or not you buy it on eBay or Amazon, yes. you're buying it from a certain the, 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 yes, the same a certain circular source. beverage company. So. <laughs> but uh Circular yep. Beverages. So uh shout out to Circular Beverages for uh so. having it available in the US, I suppose. 
Yeah, yeah. But I uh, true. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, I think that's gonna be it for us for for this one. Cuchivada Moida Grossa gets a gets a, a glowing recommendation from us. Try it out. A, and a gold star <laughs> sticker for me. So what's the what's the conversion of gold recommend. stars to glowing recommendations? Do they use the same um, point scale? The same as, yeah, the same as um, oh, unicorns, Dude, leprechauns. <laughs> unicorns, <laughs> leprechauns. I got you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little shrimp bucks. Stanley Nichols. Yeah. Yep. All yep. right. Yep. I got shrimp you. bucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that's gonna be it for us uh, uh we'll catch you on the next one and uh yeah we'll catch you on the next one <laughs> don't forget oh, oh yeah don't email, forget the email five star uh, reviews Mate, Mate Mate guys guys at gmail.com at gmail.com okay and uh oh just a quick um, thing um so i have been trying to get this thing on spotify i've tried three times i've tried to get in contact with their customer service I don't know what's going on. I've submitted it several times to Spotify. It's just not working. So I need to figure out what's going on. Yeah. I, yeah. I keep checking yeah, to see if, so if it's I. magically and come I've through submitted and the RSS it hasn't. So several we're... times. And yeah, uh, maybe I just need to get on the horn with them. Uh, yeah, yeah, find yeah. out. So if you are one of the people who have been listening on the website, but would rather listen to it on Spotify, we know you're out there. I am trying to get it up and running on Spotify, but Spotify... It was being a pain. <laughs> being a pain, yeah, to say the least. Well, still listen to it on all of your other favorite yes. podcast listening yep. outlets. So, all right, see yep. ya. Alrighty, well, see you guys. <laughs>